The biggest point of investing in things that build these passive income flows is that we don't have to trade our time for money as much. We start to build this freedom so we can have more golden experiences. Welcome to Surgeon Syndicate. If you're paying attention, you know that you only make money when you work. It might be great money, but it's dependent on you. The information on this podcast will help you solve that. We interview experts and provide analysis into financial freedom through commercial real estate. Why? To help physicians like you thrive. Let's dive in. Welcome to the show. And so today we are going to be talking about time management and how to use your time to learn to start getting into commercial real estate. For a lot of docs, docs are busy finding the time to learn and finding the time and the energy to learn with the demands of your job. This was one of my biggest challenges is finding the time. And then when I found the time, actually having the energy to do meaningful things because I would often be really tired at the end of the day. We do a lot of things that are stressful and take a lot of energy. So I started making progress with the learning process. My favorite ways to learn that are cheap and easy is really podcasts. If you're here, you're taking one of the first step. Listening to podcasts in the car while you're driving, making use of that windshield time as learning time. Some have called this in the past the Windshield Academy. The other is audiobooks. I go through a lot of books on Audible, not just books on real estate, but books on leadership, books on mindset. All of these things help get me to where I could move along and understand what I was doing and understand my hurdles and just understand the process. And some of these books that are hard to listen to while you're driving because it's deep stuff and you feel like you need to go back and read it. Often I'll also buy the book and then I can go back and refer to it. Or the other one is I'll listen to the book over and over again. There was one book, the best ever syndication book that I listened to like five times in a row. And I just had it on all the time until I had heard it all over and over and over again. And there's a lot of kind of dry information and procedural stuff and terms that the first time through, I didn't pick up. But each time through, I would pick up a little bit more and there'd be a little bit more of a neural network and a place to store that and places to attach it to where it became more meaningful. And my wife thinks I'm crazy when I start listening to the same thing over and over again. But I found that to be a way to drive it. Started doing this in medical school. I would record lectures. The lectures were recorded and we could just download them. And I'd listen to them all the time whenever I was in the car. And I just got this repeat flow of information. And even if you're not completely focused and you hear it over again, it is being processed and you start to learn more from that. So that's a great way to get started. As I started to get into where I was analyzing deals and looking for deals and really started to do more to vet sponsors that I might invest with passively, this took more time again. And I would find that I would start into stuff and then get pulled away. And then I would come back at it again. And I couldn't figure out where I was. And it was really in bits and spurts and it was hard to move forward. So I started blocking off a bit of time every day. And for me, the best time to do that was early in the morning before the family was up. So I just got up 45 minutes earlier. I'd make my coffee, have a snack, and then jump right in. And at first, I didn't make a lot of progress, but when I started doing a little bit every day, those little bits added up. 
And instead of setting aside a bunch of time on the weekend where I thought I would do a bunch of stuff, and then I was tired, I didn't accomplish as much as I did, or I didn't get as much time as I thought, all of a sudden I started making huge progress with these little 30-minute windows. And because I'd come into those knowing that I didn't have a lot of time, I would be really productive and I would really focus on grinding out some little task. And so as I got started, then I could start to make a plan and see where I needed to go and build blocks of activity and tasks that I could break down into 30-minute work sessions. And so then once I started to see that path forward and what's the next thing I need to do, the next thing I need to do, and how can I do this in 30-minute work sessions, each day when I sat down, my brain could go right to the plan and start knocking out the work and get that day's work done. And some days I'd get through stuff even faster. Maybe I get the plan for two days worth done, or sometimes days would turn out to be not as productive and I wouldn't get through the whole day's plan. But that regular progress led to huge results. And that was what really started to turn the corner for me of getting to a place where I had the confidence that I knew I could do my own deals. I knew I could vet deals. I had time to meet sponsors and talk to them. That I started making progress where work started to become more optional and I didn't feel stuck and handcuffed to my job anymore. So that was a really big deal. The other part is understanding your energy level and understanding the tasks that you're doing. Trevor McGregor brought this to me, the idea of light green work and dark green work. And often we sit down, if we're tired or we're distracted, do what he calls yellow work. And yellow work is just busy work, but it's not really productive at all. It's not the thing that makes us money. And so the light green work that are kind of busy work, but they're important tasks, where the dark green work are the work that really makes us money. So I think sometimes the light green work is going through the financials on some different deals or reading reviews about different sponsors. It needs to be done, but it doesn't yield a lot where the dark green work is making the phone calls and talking to sponsors, hearing about what they're doing and what their deals are. If you're investing passively, if you're investing actively, it's the time that you're talking to brokers or agents. If you invest in distressed properties, talking to bankers, where when you're talking to these people who are professionals, you've got your A game on. So you're coming with energy when you're doing that work. And so as I started to see those tasks, if really it's the dark green work is the stuff that takes more energy. And then there's the light green work. And when I would look at the time blocks I had that were outside of that morning time that I wanted to get stuff done, or if I was trying to do something after work, I could gauge my energy level. And if I was feeling good, I'd had a good day at work. I wasn't beaten down. I could do the dark green work. But if I was tired, but I really needed to get some stuff done, or I wanted to get stuff done, I needed that big cup of coffee to work through it, I'd go to that light green work and just take some smaller time blocks, a half an hour, an hour, and try and grind through some tasks and get them done. And then they were done. And I found with that, I was less frustrated than I was trying to do important things, but I was too tired to get them done. Now, the fourth type of work in there is the gold work. The gold work is the more important work. That's the work you do with your family, the quality time, the stuff that recharges your soul, 
And the great thing is once you start making this progress on a regular basis and you're getting the light green work done and then getting the dark green work done is now you start to have the time and the energy to pour your soul in to be present in these golden activities. And you'll have more of this golden time that really makes life worthwhile. And that's the point, the biggest point of investing in things that build these passive income flows or that build growing wealth that builds on itself is that we don't have to trade our time for money as much as we start to build this freedom so we can have more golden experiences. That's the point. If you're like me, I feel fortunate that I really get excited about this real estate stuff and the problem solving and the creativity, especially of the commercial stuff and the things you can do to bring value that wasn't there before. So that part's really fun for me too, but for some people it isn't. And if that's not rewarding time, though it is building that time to have those golden experiences. The other part is don't get frustrated. Don't expect to be an expert right away. As a doctor, we're used to always being the expert. You feel like you need to know everything and that can be really difficult. And then you get scared. You don't want to invest. You don't want to go into projects because you don't feel like you know enough. You have to have the experience to build upon the experience. That's where you got to start somewhere. You start with the books, you start with the podcast, you learn some more, you learn about evaluating the deals and the sponsors, and you start doing that and you learn a little bit more. Where do you go now to meet more people and learn a bit more? There's conferences. You go to the conferences, you listen again, you learn a little bit more and you meet people you start to trust. You invest with somebody a little bit and then a little bit more. As this knowledge grows, you'll find what takes a bunch of work in evaluating something or getting to know somebody or learning to trust people early on takes less work later because now you've done it before. Just like everything else we do in medicine, the first time you do a surgery, it's harder and it takes longer. Something that the first time you did it as a resident, that might have taken an hour and a half. 20 years later, you do it in 20 minutes. It's the same thing with working through the real estate process and just knowing early on that things will go slower and that's okay. They'll pick up speed. To me, I felt frustrated for a long time at how fast I was learning that I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't really moving along and making the kind of money that was going to make a difference. And then all of a sudden, it was like this logarithmic shift where things just started building and growing. And then I could recognize a good deal versus a bad deal. And I knew more people. And when great people had deals, you're like, I kind of understand the deal, but this dude I know and I trust, I'm going to jump in on this deal anyway. So I moved into deals faster. I had more good deals come in front of me and it just kind of build, but you got to start walking and then you jog and then you run or like the snowball, start a little snowball and it picks up speed till it gets bigger and faster. If you go to these conferences, if you're looking to invest passively, actually, there's a lot of people there that you're the people they want to meet. And that can be a little intimidating as a doctor. At the best ever conference, there's a whole section for doctors for investing. And it's pretty cool because you get in there and there's other doctors and you all of a sudden feel like you're with your people again versus being the one that everybody just wants your money. They just want you to invest with them. So that's a great experience with any investing thing that involves real estate and doctors put together. And there are quite a few events out there if you start looking for them. The other place where you can meet people, there's a lot of meetups in different cities. 
Look for these meetups where real estate investors are getting together. There's ones for people investing in residential real estate in almost every city. It's a little tougher to find stuff for commercial sometimes, but even if you're looking to do commercial stuff, the residential meetups are good because you're still talking about real estate concepts and you're meeting people who do these things and it starts to feel more natural versus when I first started doing this and I talk about real estate with people in the doctor's lounge and with my peers, very few people were doing anything. And they kind of looked at you like, what is this crazy thing? So as you go to these meetups, you meet other people. And now this putting your money into real estate and your time seems more natural. And I think that's another important thing is to start normalizing the process by meeting more people who do it. The other part I talked a little bit earlier about talking to sponsors, talking to brokers, those are really important things. Those people will teach you so much. When you look at a deal, call the sponsors. Everybody who's doing syndications, everybody who's putting together deals and looking for investors, the big guys have people who specialize in investor relations and they're smaller operators where the main person is there to talk to you. They should enjoy talking to their investors. And if you call them and they seem bothered by you or make you feel like you don't deserve their time or that they don't want to talk to you and teach you and help you learn, run away. Those aren't people that I ever invest with. I like the people that they're excited about what they're doing. And if somebody calls and goes, hey, I'm new to this. What do I need to know? What are the most important things? Can you teach me something? And a good operator will know you may not even be ready to invest with them yet, but they will take the time to start educating you, to tell you about their project and let it soak in. And if you're like, I'm not, they'll ask, are you ready to invest? And you can say no. And they'll ask, do you want us to call you with our next deal? And let's talk again. That's a good thing if they're willing to spend that time with you. If anybody ever feels like it's a pushy sale or that, man, you got to jump on this. The clock's running. This isn't going to last. I don't like that. I walk away from all those deals too. I don't like people who push and say, you got to do this now because there's always more deals. There were tons of deals when interest rates were at 3%. There were deals at 5%. There's deals at 7%. The deals change and what's happening changes, but there will always be opportunities. So don't feel like you have to get pushed into doing something when you're not ready. If you stick as a passive investor, I know docs too, they make some really good money off their passive portfolio and they've built it over time. And most deals will run three to five years, maybe seven to 10. And as money grows and comes out of one deal, they roll it into another. And we'll bring some tax people on to talk about why sometimes you want things to happen that way. But they just stay passive. And over time, they just build this. It's like a snowball growing and they have more and more. Other people want to be more active. They want to start doing their own deals because you learn faster and you can make more money because you're also getting paid for the time you're putting into it. With those deals, I say, start small. And a nice thing as a doc is you typically have some money you can lose, but you don't have to lose money. You can buy a condo and rent it and deal with your tenants and see the expenses that you have. You can also look at your own home expenses and kind of figure out some of that, but it's a little different when you start going, am I making money on my money or not? And a lot of people will do that and then they'll get a duplex and a triplex and that's an okay way to do it. 
The key thing there is don't wait too long to grow. Start small, learn your lessons, because what happens as quickly as you learn more is it takes as much work to do a bigger deal as it does a little deal. So if you're going to make 20% on your deal, instead of doing a $100,000 deal, do a million-dollar deal, it's going to be the same amount of work. So as you learn enough that you can move up that ladder, don't be afraid to move forward faster. And a lot of that, again, is it's the who, not the how. It's meeting people who are in the space or even within your trusted circle of friends and family, get together with somebody else who's interested in this. Learn it together, invest together. You can divvy up the work and accomplish the same thing with less work for each people. There's a bonding that goes on there, and these can become really special relationships as you build your financial freedom together. So you got to get started sometime. The key thing is get started now, even if it's just continuing to listen to podcasts, move on to books, start taking the next step, build that regular time every day where you start to make progress. And at some point you got to jump in and it's scary, but as you learn more, you can get rid of the risk. Well, you can't get rid of the risk. You can start to decrease the risk by building it into how you look at deals and understand them. And I do a lot of things now that don't seem that risky. And some of the biggest payouts are in deals where something is really undervalued and you can get it really cheap. And so the amount of capital going in is very low. And then you can say, well, if I can take this empty building, they get super cheap because banks won't lend on them. And I can rent sometimes 15, 20%, you start breaking even. And so that's a pretty low risk to say, okay, I, I can get this little bit, even if I have to really bust my butt, this little bit, and I start breaking even. But if I get the whole thing, it becomes a monster and can be a life-changing event. But those sometimes take a little more work, a little more creativity, a little more experience to find. And sometimes it is just buying that small condo and renting it for the first time, or even getting involved if you're still in private practice. If you lease your building and you don't rent your own building. You got to own your building. And sometimes you can buy your building and you can lease it to yourself and sell the whole thing to private equity. And there's some great money that can be made there. But again, you got to get started somewhere. So find the place that you're comfortable, get started, and let's get out there and become work optional build some financial freedom, build the time and the energy to have that gold time, to have those meaningful experiences with the people you love. All right. Thanks for joining us again. Please follow the podcast, leave a review, even bad reviews. If you hate us, tell us why you hate us so we can fix those and be a value to other people. If there's things you like, let us know. We'll do more of that. Thanks for joining us. This has been an episode of Surgeon Syndicate. If you got value from this episode, you know other surgeons are hungry to become job optional, and you can help them by sharing this content today. I'd also love to serve you better, so I wanted to offer you two things. Number one, I'll be able to give you the content in an even better way if you take a moment and leave an honest written review of the show explaining what you like and what you don't. And number two, 
If you are a surgeon and serious about this, you don't want to do this on your own because you don't want to make mistakes with your money. I'd be happy to help you. Schedule a call and we can make a plan. Looking forward to having you with me on the next episode.